Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We have got some bold predictions and some big contracts to talk about right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Let's start with the news. David Njoku getting a big contract extension from the Cleveland Browns. I can talk, you know, it's the time of year, Jamie, where I can talk myself into liking a whole bunch of tight ends. I can talk myself into liking David Njoku. How about you? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think after, you know, they moved on from Jarvis Landry and didn't necessarily make a splashy replacement, and I'm not including Amari Cooper because they brought in Cooper before Landry left. And so when you look at the rest of this receiving core, you know I'm kind of fond of David Bell, but he's a rookie receiver. And, you know, you have Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's got some sleeper appeal, Anthony Schwartz, who has some sleeper appeal, you know, probably on the deeper scale. The fact that they made this commitment to David Njoku with the upgraded quarterback situation, you know, I, I, I think he falls in that group of, you know, anywhere from like 10 to 15, maybe even 10 to 20 uh, in terms of where I have him ranked. And I'm sure most people will have him ranked of, of guys that can, you know, certainly get off to a good start. He's got a favorable schedule early in the season. And so there's uh, there's a little bit to like about David Njoku and maybe a lot to like about David Njoku if, in fact, Deshaun Watts is not suspended for, you know, more than half the year. All right, let's get to the bold predictions. I'm going to ask you for two bold predictions on FFT and five. If you want to hear more from Jamie, uh, check out at Fantasy Football Today, the Tuesday morning show. So what's number one? Let's go. Russell Wilson will be the number one quarterback. Uh, I don't know if that's as bold as maybe some of uh, the other ones we'll talk about, but um, I certainly like the setup for him. You know, going to Denver, uh, chip on his shoulder, wanting to prove that he can be an MVP quarterback, wanting to prove that he can lead a team from a passing perspective. He certainly has led his team to success, but... Uh, I think, as we know, you know, has never really been given the due from an MVP standpoint and and, and maybe, you know, the, the due overall because of how good the Seattle defense has been, how good the Seattle run game has been. But I think Denver making this move to go get him speaks volumes to, I think, what they expect from him. And we've seen, you know, quarterbacks come to Denver before Peyton Manning specifically. And in a similar situation, you know, when uh, maybe people were writing him off a little bit, um, I think Russell Wilson has the upside to be the best quarterback in fantasy. He'll have to run a little bit more than we've seen in the last couple of years, but certainly from a passing perspective, can have really a special season. So excited about Russell Wilson. He's a top five guy for me going into the year in my rankings, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's the best quarterback by the end of the season. All right, he does have a number one finish once in his career. It's the lowest scoring QB1 season in the last 11 seasons. Actually, 2010, Tom Brady scored 371 fantasy points. That's the last time a number one QB in six-point-per-passing touchdown league scored fewer than Russell Wilson did in 2000. I want to say 2017 was his QB1 season. Uh, yes, it was. He scored 412 points. He's got he's got to throw for 5,000 yards, I think. Boy, that would be a lot for him. It would be a lot. Yeah, but, that, you know, but it wouldn't be hard. Minutes. It just would require more passes. That's it. Just let him cook. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, what else you got? Give me number two. Uh, Saquon Barkley returns as a top five fantasy running back. We've already got the report about him, you know, being more involved in the passing game. You look at this receiving core; it makes a lot of sense. I think as long as he's healthy, you know, you're going to hear me say this a lot about a lot of guys, and it's it's a big leap of faith. But you know, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, we've seen what their upside has been, and and Barkley's case clearly injuries have been a problem. He hasn't played a full season in three years. 
Uh, I think this is the season where, you know, he's got to put it all together for his career. You know, otherwise we're talking about really a failure uh, from where he was drafted and the expectations. But if he stays healthy in this offense, you know, I think there'll be a, there'll be a better system with Brian Dable as the, as the head coach and the play caller. Uh, hopefully a better year for Daniel Jones, better year for the offensive line. But I think just if Barkley stays on the field and certainly gets more involved in the passing game, we could see another 2,000 total yard season from him. Hopefully 10-plus touchdowns. I think he's got the, uh, the the possibility as the workhorse. I don't think Matt Breed is the type of guy that's taking him off the field. If he can get back to staying on the field for, you know, hopefully 13-plus games, but anything close to 17 games, he could easily be a top-five guy once again. Had this debate uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago with Heath and Dave. Who would you rather have, Barkley or Zeke? not close for me it's Barkley yeah the only thing that we felt like Ze- that Barkley had over Zeke was no competition in the backfield everything else we felt favored Zeke I mean it's a big deal but you, you know I think youth youth as well sure but I mean I can't really say that he's got less injury history you know uh but the all I just I just think the fear of the Giants offense really holds me back no I get it I mean look it's uh it, it's tough to say Saquon Barkley's got that type of upside, but that's what we're talking about it in this show as opposed to yeah. uh, guarantees. Bold predictions, that's right. All right, that's two bold predictions from Jamie. You get two more, and plus a debate on these two with Dave joining us on the Tuesday morning edition of Fantasy Football Today. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow on FFT and 5. <laughs>